1: Great along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady back. Of course, editor-in-chief over at UncoveredDC.com. It's Tracy Beans. Tracy, how are you? Good to see you.
0: I'm good. How are you
1: doing? You're better than good. I'm doing well. I appreciate you asking. There's a lot going on. Uh, you've been all over Missouri v. Biden. We want to get back into that. The internet, um, uh, the the social media censorship and collusion between government and the social media sites. I, I want to do that, but you got a story that, that jumped out at me. You just told me about it a little while ago out of Maine, where I, this is just the latest example, in my opinion, and hopefully you'll get into the details, of why there should be no Department of Education, there should be no teachers' unions, there should be no public school whatsoever, and the state should go back to educating the people in their states. When I hear stuff like this, it makes my face hurt. Now, I'm assuming it's a public school. If I was wrong about that, let me know. But fill us in. What do you have?
0: So I'll start with a little background for me personally, so you know how long I've been fighting this battle. Um, About, I don't know, I would say 10, 12 years ago, I met a wonderful woman named Gigi Bowman, who actually works for me now at Uncover DC, and we became really good friends. She was in the Ron Paul movement with me. We were, like, racking it up in New York. Yeah. But I met her, and she told me immediately why she was doing all of what she was doing. And the reason why is because she tragically lost her 16-year-old daughter to suicide. Oh, man. She was prescribed an antidepressant called Zoloft when she was underage and it wasn't, you know, suitable for kids her age. A doctor never should have been giving it to her, but there were kickbacks between the pharmaceutical companies and the doctors.
1: As always, by the way.
0: Yes. And so this is big pharma years and years and years ago before people were paying attention. So when... I was fighting alongside of her. I started learning about this way before it was quote in to know about this stuff. So I've been fighting this big pharma battle and this, this vaccine battle for a really, really long time on behalf of my dear friend who had to endure a tragedy that many people can't even fathom. But this story out of Maine drove me insane because here we have a federally funded health clinic operating within the walls of a school counseling children The daughter of of these two parents comes home with a baggie with medicine inside of it. Well, Joe, it turns out that this federally funded clinic, who the school argues is not under their control because they're in there operating on a federal grant outside of the bounds of what the school's allowed to take care of, sent her home with three pills in a baggie of Zoloft. No prescription label, no name, nothing. Just these three tabs of Zoloft without her parents' consent behind her parents' back. Now, the-
1: and this is this is a clinic at the school?
0: Yes. But yeah, the school so imagine- but,
1: but the school says not not us.
0: Yes. And it happens on, all over the country. Inquire at your school because there's likely one there too. Imagine, you know, you're a teenager with all the insanity going on today with gender confusion and all of this. They're they're itching to get kids. Outside of the grips of their parents and into right. a counselor's office, you your your daughter is upset about stuff, you know, normal teenage stuff. Goes in, talks to a counselor, and without even letting you know. The counselor decides that they're depressed and needs to dose them up on SSRI medication behind your back without your knowledge. Now, as the story continued and the parents rightfully got frustrated and angry, guess what? The school did. What they called CPS on the parents.
1: Because the parents didn't want their daughter to take a, or their child to take um, an SSRI, which is selective serotonin uptake re, uh, inhibitors re, yeah. reuptake in, inhibitors, this is a major changing of somebody's mind and the amount of serotonin that is naturally produced and so on um, they're They're calling CPS on the parents because the parents didn't want the child to take something that wasn't prescribed to her Come on
0: yes. And that's when the, the, the craziness ensued. I mean, after a little while of harassing this family, CPS found the complaint unfounded and left them alone. But that didn't stop the parents from trying to figure out how this could happen. So a warning to parents out there, your kids come home from school, they have a packet full of papers after the first day and every paper is like, oh, technology policy, sign off here. Can we use your kid's face in our newsletter? Sign off here. Can we dose your children with SSRI medication behind your back? Sign right here. If you sign a form that says that the school can treat your kid or this clinic can treat your kid, you're signing your rights away to have any say over what goes into your child's body. And you're giving that right to some counselor at a at a a federally funded clinic inside your school who will give your your child medication in a biohazard Ziploc baggie, send them home with it and tell them how to take it.
1: It's It's sick.
0: it's, It's it's. no, you're you're going to
1: say absurd and it's, it is absurd, but there needs to be a, like a word beyond absurd. It is, it's heinous. It's actually, it is a, an attempt to control children and to take any sort of semblance of control away from parents that are charged with taking care of their kids. I mean, I can compare that to what's happening in California. I, I never thought that I would be in, in my lifetime that I would be in a place where the school thought they could tell the parents, screw you. Your child can be any gender or any pronoun or live any way they want in school, and we don't have to tell you. Because, Tracy, when a kid comes home, if I don't feed him or her, I'm going to be in trouble. If I don't house or shelter, if I don't clothe this person, if I don't provide electricity and so on, I'm going to be in big trouble. But I can't know that they are living an alternative lifestyle inside of a school? you got to be kidding me.
0: You know, this is the thing. Like when people try to say, there are a lot of people say, oh, we need to move on from COVID and blah, blah, blah. But, Joe this is at the foundation of everything we've been experiencing for decades in this country. We're just now starting to get the mass of people to be aware of what's been happening. You know, Gigi has been a tireless advocate for parents over the years, trying to stop them from making the same mistake she did while also raising awareness about this medication that kids shouldn't be taking. Now, I would argue probably anybody shouldn't be taking this medication. There have been studies that have come out that have shown that it really there's the clinical depression does not correlate to uh, serotonin. It's a very, you know, complicated topic, but there's a lot of study being done right now. And we have people right now trying to have our children make life altering decisions about their bodies, trying to get you to shove another pill down your throat to try and cure the latest thing that's wrong with you, likely because of the other interventions that have been going on. You know, you're not eating healthy, you're being, you know, force fed a bunch of chemicals every single day. This stuff used to be the stuff of conspiracy theory, but it's really your body and how you keep it healthy. And then what big pharma tries to do to keep you sick. So you're either well or you're sick. At this point, Big Pharma's job is to keep you sick. Otherwise, you are no longer a cash cow. And not only that, it makes you docile. So you can't tell people about the stuff that we're learning about today. It is all connected, every single last bit of it. And I will continue to scream about the tragedy of these shots, about the tragedy of Big Pharma in general. And I'm not going to stop doing it because it's too important to our future. I'm
1: glad that you won't stop. And I appreciate what you are doing. And, and Gigi, I know, retweets and does you know, all sorts of stuff when you're on. So I, I'm very aware of her. I'm really yeah. sorry for her loss. But, but here's the question I have to ask. If a parent uh, you know, goes into school or the kid goes into school, brings home the packet, and you sign, yes, the clinic can help the kid, that doesn't say give the kid prescribed medication. It can't possibly say that because the doctor would have to be involved
0: you know it's funny because the parents don't recall signing a form like that but we're told that they did and i'm following up to find out when they get it they've contacted legal representation which is the action that they definitely should be taking at this point but better thank goodness that the parents found this before their their child was harmed by it yes um it it's 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 a it's a happy ending to a very sad tale in my opinion and you know look I have a teenage daughter. I have a teenage son. You remember being a kid. You have kids, too. We go through things. Our hormones are all over the place. The body is an amazing thing, but people go through stuff. Not everything needs to be medicated with a pill. And if we had a stronger family unit, I think a lot of the times that we might be able, especially now, we might be able to avoid this. We don't need the government to daddy and mommy our kids for us. But they want to,
1: they want to, they sure then, do. then they can control the, the mechanisms of their mind. It's Tracy Beans, Follow her everywhere, T-R-A-C-Y-B-E-A-N-Z, and go to UncoverDC.com. Um, Got to ask you about Omicron, the variants that are coming out. We had a new variant coming out now. I had McCullough on yesterday who said, yeah, it's nothing, don't take the shot. He just was very clear about that. But is there something new about the origins of of Omicron and variants after that?
0: I just watched a piece and read a piece today that came out on The High Wire. I write for them as well. This was by Jeffrey Jackson, another staff reporter at, the, at the, the crew over there. There's a paper in preprint right now that basically shows, Joe, obviously we saw that Omicron came out and it was so wildly different genetically from any other variant that there had been. And McCullough and and um, Dr. Malone at the time right. were saying this is unnatural. This is very strange for it to be so far removed from the original strains. Well, now they've sequenced something like 500 or so variants of Omicron, and the trend wow. line shows that none of those variants seem to be naturally um, conceived.
1: None of so, them. So, 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 what is the suggestion that for some reason, pharma, government, some entity somewhere is altering the COVID-19 to make it stick around longer? I mean, what are they doing?
0: So the way they explained it, usually in a mutation in a virus, you get all kinds of crazy stuff around the outside that doesn't really affect how the virus performs in humans. Like it's not harmful, but it's a wild environment. So viruses mutate. You get purple hairs, as Del Big Tree said over here, and green ones over here. If it was like an animal or a monster, and they don't really do anything. And then you get, you know, certain mutations that can make it more contagious or make it more deadly or whatever the case may be. Well, in the Omicron strains, they haven't come up with a reason why this is. And with the CIA and the FBI and everyone else trying to cover it up, who knows? But with the Omicron strain, none of those useless mutations happened at all in the lineage of Omicron, not one of them, zero. Zero useless naturally occurring mutations seem to have occurred in Omicron. However, all of the ones that would affect de- disease prognosis or you know how it affects you did occur. So there's no conclusion as to why the studies in preprint, if it gets printed, I'll be stunned because they certainly are not gonna want anybody to know about this. But there's a Japanese scientist blowing the whistle on this, uh, basically a very distinguished Japanese scientist who could throw his entire career away um, by doing this, but is standing up to say we need to take a look at this. There's something very weird going on here with Omicron.
1: Well, there really is, and I'm glad that more information's coming out from people like you, and again, we had Malone on two weeks ago, we had McCullough on again yesterday, we'll keep on having them on, hey Tom Renz on who is exposing all this stuff. I mean, the idea that anybody is still going in front of Congress and saying, we still think this is naturally occurring, they can kiss my ass at this point. At, at this point, there is 0% chance that it didn't come from somebody manufacturing it, and then I would not be surprised, as would be the next logical step to keep it around if they're altering it although i don't have any proof and you right. don't either but yep. we're still certainly seeing the signs that it's so different and if if malone and mccullough say it wouldn't naturally occur mm-hmm. then i believe it then they're yep. right it is uh, tracy beans uh, Follow everywhere tracy b-e-a-n-z over on social media give me a quick update if you don't mind a missouri versus biden um this is the case i wish they would just call it big tech censorship Uh, and squelching the First Amendment in collusion with the government. It it would at least make sense. Missouri v. Biden doesn't doesn't say that. But what is the latest on this? Are we ever going to get a result to where the government is told, you can never, ever, ever, never, ever, ever, never tell a social media platform what to do again?
0: Yes, I think we will. And the last time I spoke to you, um, we had the government appealing the Fifth Circuit's decision to stop those conversations, at least from the FBI, the CDC, the Surgeon General and the White House, right? They left out CISA. So they appealed to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said, give me your response, Missouri and Louisiana. Missouri and Louisiana said, not so fast, they're skipping a step. We want a rehearing at the Fifth Circuit and we want CISA included in this whole mess because they're kind of the, the, the head of the, of, the, uh, of the snake. And without them included, it kind of is ridiculous. So, so, so
1: I, want to, I want to stop you because people hear CISA, and I think they've heard that before, but this is the actual disinformation bureau, basically, that still exists, but they renamed it. What does CISA stand for? Do we know?
0: Uh, Cybersecurity Infrastructure something or other. I don't, I don't know off the top but, of my head. But name. the acronym is CISA, CISA, and it CISA. actually
1: came, it came about during Trump. Why did they want it? Because I don't think they're using it for reasons that it wasn't intended.
0: Correct, they are absolutely doing that, like with any bureaucracy. It was supposed to protect our critical infrastructure, Joe. Okay. Unfortunately for us, Jen Easterly, who's heading CISA, has determined that our critical infrastructure also includes your thoughts. Wow. So now CISA is running around policing your thoughts as part of the government's critical infrastructure. And they argue that because of that, that gives them you know, leeway to basically censor you and go after you for wrong think that could hurt the nation as a whole. That, that's it in a nutshell. So CISA is taking all these requests, working with NGOs and other organizations, funneling through this help desk. They were the ones who created the Disinformation Governance Board that got quickly taken away with Nina Jankowicz, the woman who was completely full of disinformation. What a nut job.
1: What a nut job that's the yeah. was.
0: She was supposed to head this department of disinformation governance, um, which is just a, this whole thing. It just is so crazy to me that we're living in a world like
1: this. <laughs> so so the, the control is, just want to make sure, in very layman's terms, because I'm, I'm not as smart as you. On, on a very, on a very, on a very basic level, the the left and controllers, those who want to control our mind, our thoughts, our platforms, everything that we say online and elsewhere, they'd be very happy to have this thing go, and they'd lose as long as we don't mention CISA. If we leave CISA out, they still get the the opportunity to do anything they want to do. So at least it sounds like Missouri and Louisiana were smart enough to say, "Wait a second, you forgot this thing over here. That's the biggest problem."
0: Well, yes. I mean, you know, the other organizations couldn't have gone through CISA to be able to do what they wanted to do, but okay. CISA can still do it. So they wanted to stop that. So they went back to the Fifth Circuit and said, actually, we'd like for you to actually reconsider this, please. And usually, they they won't. They'll nine times out of ten they won't. Uh, Margot Cleveland said, if the fact that they've taken this back again and said yes, we'll reevaluate what you're saying, is is actually very positive news for this case um, and the injunction. But for right now, we're in a holding pattern. Everything is on standby while they kind of think about what they thought about the first time and determine whether or not it's good enough.
1: You know, it's you know interesting to me, uh, Tracy, is that most people um, are on social media somewhere. Most aren't on Twitter. I, I think sometimes we get lost and think that they are there. It's a very small percentage of Americans on Twitter. But having said that, they're on something. Yeah. And they don't even know this is going on. They don't even know what they're not allowed to see. <laughs> they don't even know yep. when they're shadow banned or ghost banned because they used the wrong word. And AI said, oh, this is violent. This is inciting. So um, how do we make sure they know other than you and I sitting down here? I mean, people should understand when they open their device, it is not that free thing that they carry around with them. They think it is. Everything you say and even a lot of your thoughts because you'll get advertisement because you mentioned something in passing – It's all being checked, it's all being stored somewhere, and it's all being uh, hidden or put out, depending on who's looking at it. How how do we make them understand that? Beyond my show.
0: Beyond your show, it's going to be up to the people listening to your show to tell their friends and family members... What's going on? Because when you control every means of communication, look what they did with the, with, the, with the vaccine on Facebook. They knew none of the things broke policy, but they took down all the people that were screaming, something happened to me after I got this. Please, you might want to think about it again. Think of the harm that they've caused to these people, to the, to the general public, to the world, by not allowing alternative viewpoints about just the COVID-19 shot to get out there to everybody. It's evil. It's pure evil. So it's word of mouth, Joe. It's the only way. Legacy media is not going to cover it right? Your show, you're brave as hell, and I love being on with you because you will tackle important things like this. But that's the, your audience needs to speak to five people every time you have a guest like me or McCullough or anyone on the show and tell them, look, this is what's happening. Here's where you can go to find it. And that's the only real way we're going to beat this stuff.
1: It's Tracy Beans. She's the editor-in-chief over at UncoverDC.com. The other one's called Highwire? Yeah. How do you spell that high? H-I-G-H?
0: H-I-G-H-W-I-R-E.
1: Beautiful. Go there and check out everything she does. Follow her on all the social media, Tracy Beans. And uh, we love you. We're we're glad that you came back on with all this incredible information. Keep it up.
0: Thanks, Joe. Rest in peace, Katie. We
1: love you. Yeah, absolutely. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pag Show. Always great to have Tracy Beans on. Check her out at highwire.com or uncoverdc.com. Go follow her everywhere at Tracy Beans with a Z at the end. On all the social media. Let's use the popcorn up. What's happening, Polo? So this uh Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey thing's gotten pretty ridiculous. I don't know, I don't know you, that I could care any less, but I guess somebody does care. Go ahead. Well, it's gotten to the point where I guess there was a picture taken Sunday when she was at the game, you know, to see him play. Yes. And there was a chicken nugget and I guess two, like I guess they're calling it dollops of ketchup and seemingly ranch. And so okay. now Heinz is releasing like a limited edition ketchup and seemingly ranch bottles. That is so unbelievably stupid. It makes fun. It's my. Even, it's even hurt. worse because the Empire God. State Building was lit up red and white last night, and they're saying it's because of that. That better not be because <laughs> of that. Yeah. That is Polo. That is Sam. That's Carrie and Joe. We'll see you back here tomorrow night. Bye. This is the Joe Peg Show.